Okay, here we are. We are on Facebook. It says we are live. Mm -hmm. uh, hi, everybody. I am. We're doing chat with chap on what day is today? Monday? Monday, seventh. Okay, very cool. So here we are. And let me come here to my. Okay, so. Okay, everybody, so we're doing chat with chat today. It's Monday the 7th. I am Ginger Wade, your host, and I have a friend with me today, Bridget Anderson. And Bridget, along with another friend of ours, Denise, and I are doing some really awesome things. Um, first of all, I want to make sure that you are aware that convention is on June 10th and 11th this year. We're at the York Expo Center, and guess what? Registration opens on the 15th, so it's coming up really soon. We have an early bird, and it's only going to last for two weeks. So uh, the 15th through the 31st of March is going to be our early bird, so be ready for that. But we have some awesome stuff coming to the convention regarding mentors and evaluations. So Barb Biden, if you have listened to her before, she's been um, a speaker at convention and talked about a number of things, but she is offering an evaluator session to explain to you what goes into an evaluation, how you prepare. And if you want to become an evaluator, she will talk to you about what that entails and what the job of an evaluator is. So an excellent, excellent session coming up. That is going to be Friday at 4.30. And the other session we're gonna be having also at 4.30 on Friday is a mentor session. Bridget, Denise, and I are starting a mentoring network. Uh, where we can be available to, and, and homeschool moms across the state can be available to encourage you on your homeschool journey. So we are going to be meeting at 4.30 on Friday also to talk to you about how to be a mentor with CHAP. So it's kind of like a mentor training session. Uh, so we can get our list up and everybody can be more encouraged and connected in our homeschooling communities and help each other through our journeys. Because how about it, Bridget? It's not easy to go it alone. <laughs> it is not. It's very difficult. Yeah. And you don't have to. You don't yeah, have to. absolutely don't have to. And that doesn't necessarily mean joining a co-op, um, but walking along beside someone with someone is so, so valuable. So um, Bridget here is going to talk to her, um, talk to us about herself and then I have a few questions for her so you can get to know her better um, as she is joining in me in this this new mentor venture so go ahead Bridget <laughs> hey hi everybody so I am a a veteran homeschool mom and it is with great um oh my gosh love in my heart that I that I say that um I never had heard of homeschooling and I never planned on being a homeschooler. I never, I, I was a teacher by, by training and um, the Lord really put it on my heart um, over and over and over. And it took me about three years to listen to him. And so um, with lots of family discussion and praying, um, we withdrew my oldest from public school and she came home and started with homeschool in fourth grade. And then my youngest never went to school. So, um, so we all told I, I did homeschool for the full 12 years, um, but I had a lot of help along the way. Um, help really in the form of um, finding look, different co-ops and homeschool mm -hmm. schools to help me out when they got a little older. 
But what I was really missing was um, somebody that I could pick up the phone and call when I'd have one of those days. Um, And I had a lot of those days, especially in the beginning. And I felt overwhelmed by homeschooling. Mm -hmm. Um, And so many days where I think, what am I doing? What am I doing? Right. (laughs) Or what have I done? Like, it's just that was, that was almost a constant question. And Mm -hmm. I I can't say that it um, went away completely. And I think if it goes away completely, (laughs) then that's not good either. Um, (laughs) So, um, but I really needed somebody. I needed an older mom who had done this Mm -hmm. and um, I didn't have anybody. And I did, I did have a couple of people that I reached out to who I knew were out of this world, you know, of homeschooling. And they were now, Mm -hmm. they had established careers doing amazing things. And I would call and they, they just didn't have time. They weren't, they didn't have a foot in that world anymore and they didn't really have time. So I sort of vowed, like, I will be that person. Mm -hmm. I will be that, that older woman walking with you on that road Mm -hmm. to tell you that, yes, you can do it. And it, and it's not going to be okay. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just going to yeah. survive it. You, you, your family is going to thrive in it. Yes. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. So, and that is so important. All, all of it. There's so many, now we're like in a second generation homeschool kind of a situation. Yeah. There are so many veteran or alum um, homeschoolers out there with so much experience and knowledge and know-how and help um, that they can lend, that they can give to others. And sometimes we just don't know how to connect, right? Right, right. So so this is one of the things we're trying to do is to create a kind of a connection, a way to connect um, and get that help. So what was the best question that you weren't asking while you were homeschooling? Like in your homeschooling years, yeah. What was it that you, I don't know, either didn't have the courage to ask or just didn't think to ask. Or didn't know. Have asked. Yeah. Didn't know. So I, um, I can tell you that it's not just in my, my, my homeschooling walk, but in my Christian walk as well. So the best question I never asked was, where are you, God, where are you in this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we ask why all the time, mm-hmm. but we don't ask <laughs> where, and you know, um, it's just been such a huge thing in my life to learn to change that question and to give up the need to know why. Mm-hmm. Um, because God, m- many times I've found it's not that he can't answer why it's that he does not answer why like his thoughts mm-hmm. are higher than ours and his ways are above ours. Mm-hmm. And we can't grasp and understand. And um, so, so asking when I, when I really God put in my heart, Jeremiah 29, 13, which is look for me and you will find me. Mm-hmm. And I remember responding mm-hmm. like out loud, like where look for you, where yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere. Like I, I just everywhere, my spirit. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Look for me everywhere. And so mm-hmm. homeschool was a training ground for me to really learn to ask God, where are you? And to look for him everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and it's life changing and it's freedom. And so, you know, you have a lot of issues that come up when you're homeschooling. And I had, um, you know, we certainly had, it was not all rosy days. And, um, I had two really bright daughters and one had, um, ADD and I didn't know it. And, um, I thought, well, you don't have ADD. You, you're really, you know, you're doing really well. 
And I thought you had to like be struggling academically to have ADD. Mm -hmm. So she also had like a learning um, disability. Um, And my teaching style was not lining up with her. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I got caught in the why a lot. I got caught in like, well, why is, you know, why is this happening? Why does she have this problem? Mm -hmm. And you you could go track all that down. Mm -hmm. It's not going to help you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to help you really. So when I, when I gave up that question and it took me a long time to give up that question and to really start asking, where are you, God? I got all kinds of answers. I got all kinds of answers. I got so many answers. I ended up, literally, I wrote a book about it. So when we give up why and we replace Mm -hmm. it with where God is so eager and so faithful to show us Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Cause he's all over. I love that you were saying that he's like everywhere. Yeah. He's everywhere. It's just being able to open our eyes to see it. Yeah. To see where he is and what he's doing. Um, wow, that's awesome. What a good question. What a good, what a good answer, too. It's really <laughs> encouraging because it's not only homeschool. I mean, that's that's forever and always. And yeah. when you can teach that to your children too, then you're helping them through their forever and always. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, that is such a wonderful thing too. Be and you know, the to. first the first question in the Bible is where are you? Where are you? Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. And so he wants us to ask, where are you? Mm-hmm. Where are you? And he mm-hmm. wants to be found. He's not, he's not hidden um, from us. He's hidden for yeah. us. He yeah. Seeking you will find. Him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Very awesome. Okay. So number two, what was the most impactful encounter you had with God during your homeschool days, you okay. one in particular. Or- uh, yeah, this is this is where it gets real. This is where you see I'm very willing to be completely open and vulnerable and um, show you all my um, not so so pretty sides. Yeah. Um, and I had a real problem. My daughter and I, we were like this when I started homeschooling, um, and I really felt like it was a her problem. And I kept mm-hmm. thinking, well, if she would just do this, then, mm-hmm. right? And so that was the first, probably, you know, from the fall to Christmas time, our our first few months of homeschooling was really difficult. And um, I, every day would be thinking, well, I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm putting her back in school. And so I gave myself a way out. Like I kept thinking, oh, I'm going, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'll just stop. Um, and I felt like it was, I'm sorry, but I felt like it was all my daughter's fault. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't cooperating with me, but really, and I can't even tell you how, but, but God really um, got a hold of me one day very abruptly and, and let me know that it wasn't her. It was me and my heart mm-hmm. and how I was regarding things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you, you need to soften. Mm-hmm. And I remember this conversation because I was like, but because I was a teacher by trade, right? And I mm-hmm. never, I was so worried and so scared that I was going to mess up. Yeah. And I was going yeah. to forget something or yeah. gaps, right? And my mm-hmm. kids suffer because of my inability to be everything that they needed. And that's a lot of pressure we put on ourselves. Absolutely. Right? So like, yeah, like if you're leaning on yourself and you're trying to source, mm. All of that, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But God so sweetly, this is what he said to my spirit that day. He said, you cannot mess them up more than I can fix them. 
Oh, that's awesome. And it, ginger, that was <laughs> like awesome. chains falling off of me. And it yes. just freed me. It just freed me. Uh, and it let me know, wonderful. like, it's okay because you've got it. You're the one that's filling everything in, not me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just had to put forth my best every day and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that really was the most impactful. And I've, that, that happened, I don't I even know, 15 years ago, more than mm-hmm. 15 years ago. And I've carried that with me. And it's, Mm -hmm. that's been, you know, a beautiful thing in my life beyond homeschooling as well. Yeah, absolutely. God doesn't just teach us in a little segment. It's usually like, yeah, I wrap around. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's the thing in our homeschooling lives. It creates that fertile place of um, realizing your sinfulness, you know, and parenting does it too. But when you're homeschooling on top of it, yeah, that has been a big thing for me. I just kind of realized, oh my, like you, you do butt heads with your kids, but it, it really makes your, you aware of your own sinfulness and your own need for Jesus. I know. Yeah. It's, true. it's a refining, like we might butt heads, Absolutely. but that is refining each of us in that, in our own mm-hmm. ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's, he, he does a lot of work in one situation. He's working on a whole lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's, it's just so beautiful how he just uses the day to day to refine us and make us more like Christ. And I love, I love how you were saying um, that he will fill the gaps. I know every single homeschool mom is terrified of the gaps and not doing enough and not doing it all and not whatever. And um, I love that message that he will take care of it. He will take care of it. It's not our job. It's That's absolutely right. outside of our power um, and control to be able to do all those things. So, and yeah, we can actually think we're being good moms and good homeschoolers by by having that standard. But it's very it's pride. It's prideful mm-hmm. to think mm-hmm. that we could source that. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Wow. So number three. Uh, what is your perspective looking back? Would you homeschool again? <laughs> oh my goodness. Have I gone through this, this question and answer many times in my life? Um, yes, I would. I would, especially now, especially now that the world, um, has opened up so much for homeschoolers in terms mm-hmm. of what you can do. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's funny because when, um, I guess I started around 2005, and I remember like, if I would see people at the grocery store and tell them I was homeschooling, they would very quickly like, okay, so the world has changed a lot in their, in their mm-hmm. thinking about homeschooling. Not that, you know, we have to have the world approve of what we do, but it's just that it's a lot more commonplace now. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was not the easy way to do things in some ways, but in other ways, it really was the easier way to do things. Like we, mm-hmm. I, I look at it like, um, you know, we were a greenhouse for our kids. We, um, they started as little seeds. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when that little sprout starts to come up, we put them out into the mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. and that little sprout isn't really necessarily ready for the world. Mm-hmm. And even as saplings, they're very delicate. They're very fragile. Mm-hmm. And they need that care, that tenderness mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. nurturing from somebody that cares about who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just really feel like my kids, although there would have been things they would have gotten from going to school, there would have been a lot of things 
that they they didn't get that were really important like mm-hmm. a sense of who they are mm-hmm. and what's important to them mm-hmm. absolutely and not you know picking up on what other people are doing and going mm-hmm. oh that's good. I'll do that like mm-hmm. they really got to discover who God created them to them be. to be yeah. yeah and you know the academics all of that falls into place you know it really does it's not really when when you can and I know when you're in the thick of it it's hard to separate the academics out of the um developing these and shepherding these hearts mm-hmm. that we have been given to, to shepherd. Right. Mm-hmm. But the academics, they, they fall in place. Mm-hmm. And that really, mm-hmm. it was a goofy concern for me to have because they've both done. Well, I have one in law school. She's in second year of law school. And I have another who's mm-hmm. doing missions training now. Um, and they both went on to college. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it didn't prevent them from getting into college. They both did very well academically. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think we have to keep the focus is their heart is, is developing mm-hmm. these humans mm-hmm. who have a heart for God. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. And so that's what we get the chance to do. We, you yeah. know, like we get to pour in a little bit every day, mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. And that's super important. You know, yeah. there's no other way to, to get to do that. But yeah. to keep them with you. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. And, and when they're not with us a lot, some of that gets taken out, right? It's getting pulled out or covered over with something else. So the fact that we're pouring um, into their hearts and, into, and encouraging them and how God made them to be. And it is really hard because sometimes they're made in ways that is like, what? <laughs> you, know, you just have to understand them. And And the world definitely has a perspective on what they think you should do. Like, you know, the, the, from when I was a kid up until now, it's like, well, of course you finish high school and you go to college. Well, that's not necessarily what everybody does, but there's so much pressure to compete academically, right? you know, to do well. Um, And being successful, I've learned a lot about letting God define what success means. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, it's usually not going to line up with what the world says. Right, right. Um, so it's, it's allowing God again, allowing God to be in control. Right. And we're not in control and we're letting him guide, guide us and guiding them and helping them to be the people that he's made them to be. So, yeah. and, it, and it all matters, you know, it all adds up. And every day, mm-hmm. and I know those days are long, mm-hmm. I know they're long, and I know that they can feel pointless sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I even accomplishing? But they all add up. You know, those drip coffee makers, and it's like drip by drip. Oh, by yeah, drip. yeah. <laughs> and that pot fills up. And, and that's like our, 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 our days, you know, like it, mm-hmm. they do add up and they do matter. Mm-hmm. And the little, the little things that you do in each of those days, they matter. Yeah, they do. So be encouraged, mamas, be encouraged. All those little things that you're doing with your little ones and your bigger ones are making a difference. Yeah. And, you know, like Bridget, you know, she's seeing it now after the fact in the lives of her children, I'm starting to see it, my older children and um, the decisions they're making in their lives. And it does, it's the long-term, I know I'm a short-term project person, Uh right? So I like to, I like to clean the bathroom because I can see it was done. (laughs) (laughs) But homeschooling is, it's that long-term drip, drip, drip day by day, but you will see results. So don't give up mamas. Don't give up because you're doing an awesome thing. So 
I want to remind you all, we're going to be wrapping up here, but um, Bridget is going to be with me at convention. We are going to be part of a panel discussion also that is going to be at 3.30 on Friday. And you can come and bring your questions. So if this brought up any questions yeah. or you had other questions in your pocket that you wanna ask, come on out to convention and we will be there to answer those for you and just share more from our experiences, whatever you'd like to hear. And then we will also be at that 4.30 session about mentors where we will be training people who would like to be in CHAPS mentor network. So if that sounds awesome to you and you wanna be a part of that and help and serve homeschoolers in that way, um, you can always write in to us on our um, contact form at chaponline.com. You can message me here below on this video uh, or just get in touch with me there at convention. And we would love to have you join our mentor network uh, if you would like to pour into other homeschool mamas' lives. So, um, yeah. and you don't have to be done the journey. You, you can still be on the journey. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. You don't have to be done. Finished mamas would be great. Mama's where I'm at with, I had kids from post high school for first grade <laughs> yeah, yeah. or mamas that are just, maybe you have some that are even up to third, fourth grade, whatever. And you want to reach back because those of you who are younger, you're right there. Like we've been through it, but it's been a few years since yes. Bridget and I have been yeah. there in the toddler stage. So even yeah. my, with a seven-year-old, I'm actually starting to forget the toddler yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, we're looking for mentors all across the spectrum of experience. Yes. So if you would like to pour into others, please consider being part of our mentor network. So, yeah. all right. Yeah. Anything else you want to share, Bridget, before we No, I think off? that's good. Yep. Okay. All right, everybody have a great week. And you know what? Thank you for dealing with Zoom. I have a little appliance in here. Um, I haven't had one in to do a show with you. So hopefully you were able to understand me today. Um, I will be coming back on later in March with Sarah Collins, who is an OT specialist. She spoke at CHAP last year. She's going to be on our panel also this year. So we will be talking about how important play and activity is for your children and their development. So you're not going to want to miss it. We are, um, I actually, let me see. I don't have the date written down. <laughs> I will put a post out on Facebook or maybe I'll message it below here to let you know when that's going to be. I should have written that down, but that's the next video would be coming out in two weeks. So okay. have a great two weeks, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your winter. It's soon over. Yeah, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, take care everyone. And we will see you later.